Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Dan. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great to see you again. Good to see you. Hey, guys. Thanks for being here with us. Really appreciate you. Uh, means the world to Steve and I. I'm Dan Denley, uh, founder of Guitar Zoom. This is my friend Steve Stein. Today, we're going to teach you a little bit about music theory. In fact, I am really stoked because I actually don't even know exactly what Steve has up his sleeve today. I have just been told that it is going to be <laughs> a chord theory shortcut. Yeah. This is something I used to use when I was in college. Again, trying to memorize all of this stuff and always looking for uh, an easy way of not only memorizing, then, but then being able to access the information. So I'm going to yeah. show you a, a way that I, I use major chords and then shortcut it to make minor or diminished chords. I'm totally stoked to learn that, sir. Uh, and I hope that all of you are. So listen, guys, if you have questions as we're going through this, please post them and let us know what you'd like to learn. And uh, we will try to get to those questions either today or at a future session. This is the Music Theory Workshop. All of the stuff that we we're talking about, guys, will be posted on the YouTube channel. So make sure that you subscribe and turn your notifications on. If you'd like to learn about music theory, keep watching or listening or however you are uh, consuming this right now. And uh, if you want to learn it even faster, you can go to guitarzoom.com and sign up for C Steve's Music Theory Masterclass, where he walks through all of the chords and scales and modes and cage system and everything you would ever need to know as a guitar player. I promise you, and that Music Theory Masterclass will set you up for life. You can check that out at guitarzoom.com. All right. So, Steve, let us know, man. What is your okay. Music Theory shortcut here? All this stuff is reminding me. It, it's all sending me back to my college days. But yes. when I was learning this stuff, and please remember that when I went to college, I understood nothing about anything. I was, I was surprised that I actually made it through the whole thing. But um, so when we got to triads and was learning, we were learning majors and minors and diminished and all these other things. I, um, I was pretty lost. So what I did was I created a shortcut in my head to try and memorize these things. Okay. So I'm nice. going to show you this. So what I did was, and, and again, you need to have a little bit of information of some of the things that we've talked about before. For instance, I had to, what I did was memorize the seven major, the prime notes, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I memorized the seven major chords. So A, C sharp, E, right? C, E, G, D, F sharp, A. What I did was I just memorized those seven chords. So if I was to write that down for you, I've got to make sure you can see this here. Yeah. Wait, where am I at here? I went wrong somewhere. Well, I don't know. Oh, here's what I, here's what I did. Sorry about that. By the way, I love the fact 
that you just saw the great Steve Stein stop and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because the reality is, guys, that's life. That's All of totally us, life. we're human beings. That, that's what I memorized right there. So please understand that this, I'm not sure if this will be any better a shot for you to see that, but let me try it here. That's yeah. yeah, it looks right? good. Okay. A little slanted, but I can see that. Okay. So what you're looking at now are, it's not the key of A. You're looking at seven major chords. So A, C sharp, and E is a major chord. B, D sharp, F sharp is a major chord. C, E, G is a major chord. D, F sharp, A, and so on. So if you remember, we talked about how a major chord is like a major third over a minor third, right? Yes. All of these are just major chords. That's what I did was I just memorized all of these being major chords. Then got it. Did, now I'm not oh, sure. Hang on, hang on. Before you move on, let me make sure I understand what you're talking about. So you got A, B, C, D, F, and G up there as a root node of each of these chords. And then each chord is major. Just, okay, you just wrote out the notes of that major chord. Yeah. So A, C, sharp, E is the notes of the A major chord. Right. They're not major, minor, diminished, key of G, key of A. These are just seven major chords. Seven oh, random oh. major chords. Well, maybe oh, not so random. So this okay. is what I memorized was got this. It. Okay, and then I told myself if I wanted minor, if I want minor, I flat the third. Okay. So if I wanted in, in this again, because sometimes everything isn't in a key, like you might not even know what key you're in, right. or you might be in a situation where the key doesn't really make any sense. Right. So I wanted to be able to access the information quickly. So if I wanted minor, all I would do is take the seven major chords that I memorized and flat the third, flat the middle note. So mm -hmm. if I wanted an A minor chord, I would take the C sharp and make it C. I'm just yep. dropping it one. That's all I'm doing. Yep. If I wanted a C minor chord, I'd make the third E flat, mm -hmm. C, E flat, G, G, B flat, D, E, G, B. So in any situation for any chord, all I would have to do is flat the third. Now watch this, just so you kind of see this. Let's say I had F, whoops, sorry. Let's say I had F sharp, A sharp, C sharp. Now, all I did was take the F chord and make F sharp major, right? So, because you'll see that G flat isn't on here and D flat isn't, but they can be, okay? Mm -hmm. This works for any chord. So, if I wanted to figure out the F sharp chord, F sharp major would be F sharp, A sharp, C sharp. And if I wanted minor, I'd flat that middle note, I'd get F sharp, A, C sharp. So in my head, all I would do is I would think about either bumping everybody up to make a sharp or moving everybody back to make a flat. So for instance, if I wanted to figure out a G flat chord, well, I know the major chord is G, B, D. So the G flat chord would be G flat, B flat, D flat. And even that is cool enough because if I didn't know the notes of a G flat chord, as long as I know what the G chord is, G major, to make a G flat, all I have mm. to do is add flats on everybody. But if I wanted to now make this G flat minor, I'd have to flat this third, which is going to wind up being B double flat. Okay. Now, that doesn't make a lot of Love sense. It. But again, if you look at it from this perspective, G flat and F sharp are the same note, right? 
Mm -hmm. So it's easier to think of this as F sharp, A sharp, C sharp, or if I wanted it to be minor, I'd do that, F sharp, A, C sharp, than it is to think of it as G flat. Mm -hmm. And this is why when we did the circle of fifths, like when you get into those crazy keys where you get six sharps or seven sharps, nobody plays in those keys. Like nobody thinks of those keys. We try and find an That's easy right. way of thinking about this, right? So this isn't wrong. It's just easier to think of it like this mm -hmm. than thinking of it like this. Yeah. So all you have to do is take these notes and flat them. Okay. If you wanted diminished, diminished, you flat the third and you flat the fifth. You flat them both. So if you wanted a G diminished chord, you'd have G, B flat, D flat. Nice. If you wanted an A diminished chord, you'd have A, C, E flat. Because the big thing with me in, in college, when we would do quizzes, I often saw people trying to figure out the key signature and then they'd figure out the chords for the key and they do, all I wanted to do was get to the answer. I just wanted the answer. So if the question was, what are the notes of a B diminished chord? I wanted to know what they were. I didn't want to have to figure out the key signature to tell me which notes are sharp or flat to figure out what the answer was. I just wanted to find out the answer. So if I wanted a B diminished, it'd be B, D, F. Got it. So that's my little shortcut to try and figure out if you know these and you want any of the sharps, you just move everybody up. And sometimes they're going to look weird, right? I mean, if you wanted, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one because most of those really wouldn't be something practical. Let's say I did E flat. So E flat, G, B flat. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. I took this E major chord and made it into an E flat major chord. Okay. Moving everybody back one. So I've wanted that to be minor. It's now minor. Mm-hmm. Because I flatted the third. Okay. Does that mean to be diminished? It's B double flat. Yep. So then what I would do is I would think, well, what's another name for E flat? D sharp. D sharp. F A. Got it. D sharp, F sharp, F double sharp, A sharp, right? Because we have D, D, F sharp, and A. So if we make a D sharp, I have to make this F double sharp, which isn't going to make sense right now, but it will in a right. second. And then A sharp. So if I want it flat, now it's minor. If I want it diminished, now it's diminished. Mm-hmm. And by the way, guys, just so this uh, is a point of clarity. When he's saying make something flat, what he's saying is you're going to lower it a half a step, which is one fret on your guitar. That's correct. 
So, so don't get hung up on the fact that if it's, oh, it's F sharp, and he said make it flat, why isn't it F flat? Because F sharp, to make that thing to flat it in our lingo that we're using as guitar players is to flat, to flat the third just means to take it and lower it a half step. Yep, so if it's an F sharp. Oh, that's right. Yep. One note of the chromatic, that's right. So obviously in this theory, just like in regular key signatures, sometimes you're going to look at that and go, well, I wound up with two sharps or I wound up with two flats in my process. And that's okay. Okay. It, again, two sharps isn't wrong. It's not like that doesn't occur in music. It, it does sometimes. What okay. I'm saying is if you wind up getting something with two sharps, understand that the reason you're doing this is because you're trying to convert it to minor or diminished. Right? So if you wanted, for instance, uh, what would be a good, good example? I mean, we wouldn't make B sharp because that doesn't really make any sense. I mean, D sharp is really the one that would make the most sense. I mean, A sharp, I suppose. But again, if I make A, watch this, into A sharp, that means C would be double sharp, and then E sharp, which is weird, right? It looks right. weird. And that's why people don't say A sharp. If you joined us in, I think it was the first lesson we did, I was telling you that a lot of times musicians, they don't call things like A sharp. It's okay if we're looking at the guitar on the sixth fret of the sixth string and calling mm -hmm. it A sharp, it's okay, right? But in, in practical music, we don't, we don't really refer to this as A sharp. We'd rather say B flat, D and F. That mm -hmm. makes way more sense. Yeah. When really right now they're the same thing. That's right. Right? Now, if I want to make this minor, I flat the third. If I want to make it diminished, yeah. I flat the fifth. That's right. Yeah, anytime, guys, that you can stay away from double sharps and double flats and things like that, it may work great on paper and in a theory class or if you're trying to analyze something. There's, I can in think language? of instances... You're going to screw people up saying D double sharp or something like that. No, but no guitarists talk like that. No, no, no. Let's and that's what I'm saying. What's nice about this is it shows you the common language. Yes. Like if you were doing A sharp and you wound up with this, you'd go, well, nobody in their right mind would want to say this. It makes way more sense to just convert it to this. That's, and again, you're going to see that in key signatures anyway. I'm just saying this is why musicians refer to it as a B flat. They don't call mm -hmm. it an A sharp. That's right. Nobody wants to deal with this. That's right. And this, I mean, this makes way more sense. That's right. So. Yeah. Okay. I get it, man. Yeah, so this is super kind of, cool. Yeah. So it makes it fast to be able to, to, first of all, memorize all your major chords. And then secondly, be able to make them minor or diminished if you needed to. Certainly minor. I mean, again, in my world, 95% of the time that minor, 98% mm -hmm. of the time that minor is way more important than the diminished anyway. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to add it since it's that easy to do. That's right. Okay, but then you can start exploring, like again, G sharp. Would we call it G sharp or would we call it A flat, right? And you can have some fun with this thing. You can go, okay, well, G sharp would be G sharp, B sharp, D, what well, B sharp, excuse me, D sharp, which isn't awful, but you could have called it A flat, C, E flat. That makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, guys, just you'll learn as you as, as you learn this the rudiments of this theory stuff, and then you 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 
you learn what inharmonic equivalents are, which is just a big fancy way of saying it's the same note is just labeled two different ways. That's right. You'll just learn that certain things are just are more practical to think of instead of C, C or G sharp, B sharp. What'd you say? D sharp just makes it so much easier to just call it an A flat chord. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and the nice thing, like I said, is it, as we talked about earlier at, at some point was theory is something that you can't just watch a video and then go, oh, I get it and I'm done and I understand for the rest of my life. Every once in a while, you have to take a piece of paper and you have to write things down. Mm-hmm. Even though you might not be 22 anymore and in high school or college or whatever the case may be, you know, as you get older, like I write down everything all the time. Like I have sheets of things I write down and it's, it's sometimes I write it down to remember what I'm going to do, but sometimes I write it down because I got to figure it out. Like I can figure out what my plan is. And as we get older, we, we, I think a lot of people forget that it's okay to write things down to figure out the answer, mm. you know? And with this kind of stuff, you, you can see it and you might be able to understand it, but to really be able to apply it, you have to spend a little time just, just practicing, just mess around with it. And, um, you know, grab a piece of paper and a pencil and just try it out. That's right. Yeah. And you could take this thing off into the, um, I'm just thinking, you know, you could take this, in, this discussion into seventh chords with oh, the same any, concept. And Absolutely. You sure can. Yeah. Very good. That's probably enough for the day though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this session. Um, hope you got something out of it. If you did, we will uh, post this live session on the YouTube channel. So you can go back and watch it. If, if you're joining us late, don't worry. You can always go back and uh, check that out there. We'll create a nice little tidy playlist for you on the Guitar Zoom YouTube channel so that you can go there and watch all of these in order if you want. Uh, if you're into theory and this is this is helping you, is something you need to uh, feel like feel like you need to get your head wrapped around once for all. Definitely check out the YouTube videos if you want to learn it even faster. I would enroll in Steve's masterclass. It's called Music Theory Masterclass. It's available at guitarzoom.com. It's one of the most highly rated courses, and uh, people just absolutely love it. It's changed some people's lives, actually, because we walk around as musicians always kind of knowing that there's this big, scary monster out there called music theory. (laughs) Most people are too intimidated to tackle it, and then those who do sometimes walk away discouraged or confused because they're trying to learn like from you know bits and pieces of you that that was the biggest problem that i see most people have including myself which was i had bits and pieces of this knowledge down through the years but i never had that foundational thing and it's cool if you want to learn like some rock guitar solos or whatever by pulling you know something from this guitar player and this guitar player mashing it up and you got yourself a guitar solo but we want to learn theory it's really, really a good idea to start like with, this is a note. Th- this note appears on the first string of the treble clef. This is an E. Like, and then to build it up, and that's what Music Theory Masterclass is, for, is, is there for you guys if you're interested in that. Um, it's available at Guitar Zoom. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right, brother. Guys, thanks again for being here. really appreciate you and I uh, hope you'll join us again for another Music Theory Workshop. Um, and until next time, take care, everybody. We'll see you. Stay positive. Keep practicing. Bye, guys. Thanks for being here. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, but they're just in a different order. Uh, what about this? Like, what I like about you.
Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.